What's going on, guys? Anthony here. Today's a sad day. Today's a sad day because those HR leaders, entrepreneurs, leaders in general that think like me, that have the mindset that HR, employee experience, employer relations, emotional intelligence, um, culture, all that ooey-gooey, um, emotional, um, sappy stuff, right? That the, the things that are the glue, in my mind, to a business, but for others are more emotional, non-important factors. Those, um, those components, those components matter. Those components have a significant impact on sales, on innovation, on business, on how successful you're going to be, and on retention. And today's a sad day because uh, someone that I respect, someone that I've I've grown to become a, a a dear friend of, someone that I genuinely care for, is leaving our company, and he's leaving. And this is his words. He's leaving because he views the brand. He views the brand in this way. He views the brand in such a way that where he feels that we have a culture that is split in two different directions. He feels that there is a one-on-one personal culture between the CEO and the employees. And he feels like there's a culture between the employees and like the, like the employees with each other and the employees with me personally as chief of staff, as the director of employee experience. And he feels that that's problematic. He feels that his energy is draining and not increasing uh, while working with the brand. And he feels that it's just not the best course of action for the rest of his life being uh, being with this company, being with this brand. Uh, he has a lot of value from an operational standpoint to this business. He is solely responsible for a lot of the the structure that we have and that we're trying to put in place moving forward. He um, he has a lot of uh, he has a lot of cachet and a lot of respect from the other employees in the company. And to be quite frank with you, he uh, he's yet another person that is deciding to move on due to a lot of emotional culture reasons. And I'm making this this podcast not to not to point any fingers or not to get upset with or not to make any person that uh, is not respecting culture feel bad, but I'm making this piece of content because I want people to start realizing the impact that culture can have on pure black and white business. And today is a perfect example. This person, his sole responsibility really is around operations and around structure and around systems. Uh, We're a startup. And we're in a situation right now where we have a lot of things going on that we need to develop. And anyone that knows about business knows that operations is not uh, a one-time project. It's an ongoing project. It's an ongoing experience. There are so many little micro parts to operations and business management and the overall structure and systems of an organization that it's an ongoing project. That's why individuals like this guy gets paid well. And that's why they usually put in between 50 to 70 hours per week because it's a lot of work. It's a lot of thinking, especially when you're in a startup phase, you know, um, and so again, it's a sad day because 
I don't want to see this person leave. But more or less, I'm very, I'm very curious. I'm, 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 I'm nervous, and I'm, um, I'm just being thoughtful about what's going to be happening with the brand moving forward here. And so, the only advice that I can give to my leader, to any other leader out there that's going to be listening to this, is start respecting culture, start respecting the emotional opinions and factors of your tribe. Start listening and then taking action on that content uh, that you're getting. Start giving a damn at a true level about what they want out of life. And more importantly, if they feel like their energy is increasing or decreasing every day they're at work. And start understanding that those emotional factors, they matter. Because, you know, and I had a nice conversation with them today. I said, look, if, if everything was perfect... From the decision-making of leadership to the culture variables to the way that you're feeling when you come into the office. If everything everything was perfect, you wouldn't be leaving. And he agreed. And a lot of a lot of leaders, I don't know what it is. I, I, I don't know if they, uh, if they just can't quantify how it directly correlates to sales and marketing and how it correlates to operations and management, how it correlates to value that is brought to the customer base and innovation. And so I'm just hoping that my leader and again, more leaders out there understand the correlation. So I'll just give you a few examples. The first from my take is this. Our systems are going to go to the wayside right now. I don't see any other person in this organization outside of myself that has a good grasp of the systems that can take over his responsibilities since we're a startup. And to bring on an outsider from another company and to bring him into the fold and try to have him or her develop that that role is going to be difficult. Um, so that's going to put a big damper and it's going to be a negative impact on how fast we can move moving forward and how quickly we can move to other markets and how quickly we can grow, which is directly correlated to the finances, right? Um, it's going to impact our marketing efforts. How are we going to market significantly at a high level if we know we don't have the systems and the infrastructure in place to take on more business, to take on more clients. We need to tackle the the opinions and the trust of the other people that we have in the company. This person was not supposed to be leaving. This individual was supposed to be the glue, the foundation for the next 10 years. And the fact that he is deciding to leave How is that going to shape the opinions and the perspectives of the other 15, the other 25 people in the room? How is that going to shape their opinions of what they want to do with the brand? How is that going to magnify and increase their overall, I guess, negative opinions? Because everyone has them, right? We all have certain attributes or certain perspectives or parts of the brand that we're not a huge fan of. But we kind of put them to the side because we look at the bigger picture. But then if you look at a certain situation and you see one or two people that you have a lot of respect for say, you know what? Enough is enough. That can put things in an interesting place. That can put things in a difficult place. And that can affect the decisions of someone else. So those are just a few examples, right? Again, operations, marketing, cash, sales customer based clients like I'll give you another example we're in the client business a lot of the clients that he was directly 
uh, working with and had a direct relationship with. And a lot of these clients, yes, they love the brand and they love the concept, but they're with the brand because of this individual. They may walk away. These are black and white things. This is business, guys. This is black and white, pure cash that is now going to exit the brand. These are people in this side of this brand that may decide to leave. This is not good. This is something we need to start paying attention to. So I know that culture and leadership and these conversations are becoming more of the forefront and becoming more of the consistent. But we need to, 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 to scream a little bit louder about this. We need to have more voices in the marketplace about this. This can no longer go on where we look at these variables and we laugh at them. Or we look at these variables and we say, you know what? The HR partner is not as important. They're not a part of the executive team. Yes, they are. The HR partner in your company, the employee experience director, the chief of staff in your company, they may be the most important person in the company outside of your CEO. They directly have an impact on every part of your business. Again, from operations to sales, to marketing, to the overall infrastructure, to systems, to customer experience, to customer feedback. They, they, they impact everything. And so I'm sad, I'm hurt, but I'm also excited. I'm excited because I can make this piece of content Me as a leader, I can learn from this and hopefully I can inspire and have others learn from this as well. It's not acceptable, but it happens. It's happening every day. Every day there's someone leaving a company because of how they feel emotionally, not what's happening on the surface, black and white, not because the office is not big enough, not because they're not working on the projects they don't, they don't want to work on, not because they're not making enough money, not because they're not being fulfilled in the city that they're working on, or how long it takes to get to work, or not that they asked to be working remotely and, and that was declined. Not any of those factors that a lot of business owners think about. This individual and many others in this world are simply leaving due to culture, due to how they feel emotionally how they feel inside. An employee should never shed tears or have migraines or go to the hospital because their heart is beating out of their chest due to how uncomfortable they feel inside of the workplace. Imagine if this was your mother, your dad, your sister, your brother, your kids. How would you feel? Better yet, How would you personally feel if that was the case? And I'm talking to you leaders out there. I'm talking to my fellow leaders, my fellow general managers, my fellow floor managers, my fellow COOs, my fellow CEOs, my fellow CMOs, my fellow founders. I'm talking to you guys. So let's learn from this content. I'm going to learn from this piece of content and this experience. Let's find a way that we can get better. Let's find out how we can start respecting these variables and start respecting the strategy and the mindset around retention and around happiness and how much it can affect the bottom line. Thanks so much.